I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Butterfield Effect. We are now in a new studio, but we are working towards something massive, ladies and gentlemen. We are currently undergoing renovations in the studio to create a, a, basically a designated podcast space. And ladies and gentlemen, I would like to take this opportunity to thank the great people from Buttsman Premium who make that possible. Buttsman Premium is the place to be if you do enjoy the Butterfield Effect because you get an extra episode every single week. Ladies and gentlemen, if you aren't a part of Buttsman Premium, you are missing out. There are behind the scenes footage, photos, the whole shebang. You also get 15% off merchandise, early access to tickets. It is the place to be. Go and check it out. But on today's episode we are talking to UFC heavyweight Tai Tuivasa Bam Bam and he is knocking motherfuckers out left right and center and I can't wait to chat to this man but before we do get stuck into the episode we have a co-host to the Butterfield Effect the great man Josh Bluey Nielsen welcome to the show big fella what's going on you're off the bench it's all happening the debut it is here I'm fucking nervous I'm excited I'm a little bit horny let's do it I'm fucking ready to go I'll tell you what I've known Bluey for a long time he's a good man he's a funny man a potential comedian he's been talking about it for a long time a lot of talk he's got his own uh, what would you call it a satirical news a satirical well. publication. A poor man's Batuta advocate, I like to think oh, of it as, mate. So. Better than the Batuta. And what, what's the Instagram right <laughs> there? Uh, the da- Daily Blue News. The Daily Blue News. Yes. So go and check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out, guys. Uh, people were bagging him the other night uh, in the Daily Blue News uh, comment section for two reasons. Number one, for having me associated with you because I'm a racist pig, apparently. Apparently, apparently. so. Yeah. Number two, because he kept touching the microphone. Yeah, got hammered. I must have. It's like you know, like some guys play with their cock when they're a little bit nervous. It's sort of I don't know. Oh, it might be like that kind of thing. I might have been a little bit nervous. Our mutual friend uh, Stafford. Is he always like always fiddling with his, himself? Everyone always touches his. Maybe cock. it was the same kind of a thing. I was like, Fucking but weird. I feel we had, we had that hit out last week. I blew a few of the cobwebs out. And yeah, and you can see that episode on Buttsman Premium. But I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, let's go and have a chat to UFC heavyweight and someone who you've played against in the old in, in football back in the Dizzy. I did play one game against Ty. That's my claim to fame. I, I did play a game against Ty Tuivasa when he was playing for the Roosters. So. Uh, all right. Yeah. Okay. We'll, yeah. we'll get to know him first, and then we'll bring that up and see if we can. Uh, We've got some fucking. Oh, I've got some questions I want to ask you about <laughs> that game. About that rivalry. game. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please, mate, welcome to the show for the very first time, Ty Tuivasa. Righto, ladies and gentlemen, I was talking to the UFC earlier on today and they said to me, yeah, yeah, we've got Ty, we think he's ready, but he was also out in Dubai last night. But we've got him here. What's happening, big fella? How are you? Doing, boys. I'm recovered. <laughs> I'm recovered now. I'm <laughs> back. You just said before you haven't drunk in two days. So what's going on? You've just gone, all right, you know, the party's over. No, I've, I've had to do some adulting this week. <laughs> I've got to be an adult for, for a little bit. Just for a little <laughs> bit. Fuck, I'm spending too much money over it. <laughs> yeah, we, just we, for a little bit. We saw the ring that you had... Um, that you had you had that made the ring you put on your Instagram story today that looks absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, 
I love my rings just in case, you know, I need a, someone, you know. <laughs> Quick little short jab to take anyone out. Let's talk yeah. Let's talk fights. Let's talk uh, Greg Hardy. You uh, took him out in, in, what, 90 seconds, first round knockout. Um, I was watching that the other day. We had a few people over, had a barbie. And, mate, I tell you what, it was incredible to see you take this. Because he, like, you know, you look like a nice dude, like someone you could say, hey, brother, all that type of stuff. He looks like a monster. He is a scary-looking dude. Yeah, they all look scary until they get punched in the lips. <laughs> what was it like? What was it like shaping up? He, 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 no, he's Sorry, a big, no. he's a big, he's a big fella, man. He was huge. Like he's, uh, like oh, I'm a big boy, but these, these other, these, these guys are huge. And Greg Hardy was, he was, he was a big boy. I think he had to cut like five kilos the night before or something. I don't Fuck. know, or something like that. But yeah, he's a big boy. So, so the weight limit in the heavyweight is about 120 kilos or so. Like, do you reckon? Yeah, 120. I don't- so he was. Do you reckon he was weighing in? You know, one twenty-five, one thirty, coming into that fight. I'm not. A, I'm not a dietitian. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> fuck you. I think he was. He's, he's pretty. But he's a big boy. He's about six. Like he's not just big. He's he's tall as well. He's a big. He's a big human. Does it? So you're twenty-eight, same age as me. Do you do you find fighting older older men? I know when you when you fought. Um, Andre Olovsky, like you know, he's he was like thirty nine years old, and you were twenty five. Does that ha- does that play into it at all? Does that add any extra fear, or does that make you hesitant when you go into in the cage with him? Uh, I think over over my career now, I've, I've learned to. Uh, we have a kind of little joke in our in our like in our training crew as well. It's like um, you got to watch out for them quarters. It's always the old guys who beat me, um, and like in the past, like for example, Peter Graham. Uh, fucking JDS, Black Boy Ivanov. It's always these older guys who I think uh, they've just got that more experience. You know what I mean? And, but I've had ten fights now in like nearly in the UFC, so I'm fucking I'm I'm getting there. You know, slowly. I'm I'm not running down the hill fast to try and fuck them more fastly. You know, I'm, I'm just taking it easy now, and and, uh, and it's been showing that the knockout comes. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning this. I'm learning this game at, at, the, at the top level, so I'm, I feel I'm still getting better. And everyone talks about, we, particularly with heavyweights, you get to the age of 30, 31, 32. That's where your prime is, and you're sitting three years out from that, and you're still knocking pricks out left, right, and center like it is. And these are big knockouts, and these are big scalps you're taking. What does that do for your confidence moving into, you know, taking on people higher up in the ranking? Uh, my confidence is, I think, is my is my thing, is my lucky thing that I've always had, you know what I mean? I, I back myself regardless. So, but um, like I said, going on a three-loss uh, losing streak is fucking, <laughs> it's not good. It's, <laughs> it's pretty shit, you know what I mean? So you either got to... You either got to, you know, wake up and want to get better and try and better yourself, or you just fucking stay down. I suppose you know what I mean. And I've never been one to stay down, so I feel. And now back on a roll, I feel like uh, I think the best of me is, like you said, a few years to come, and and you know, I'm excited to see what I what I learn and, and what I do in the next few years for sure. And, and mate, when you, you said you were on that sort of short slide there, um, does it make a knockout like the one you just had feel that little bit sweeter? Like to be in front of a packed out, the MGM, 
doing the shoey, bro, does it make it like, does it make it a bit more enjoyable for you? Even though they're all good, surely, but does it make it that bit sweeter for you? hundred uh, percent. And everyone knows me in the crowd. I love the crowd. Like, that's why I kind of do it, you know what I mean? I can fight at the pub and, yeah, and do nothing, you know, but the crowd is, is what it, what I love and, and to have them back and to, to have that entrance song and just fucking yeah. everyone vibing. Man. That's why I do That's, That's why it. I do this, you know what I mean? You, you came out to the Spice Girls and everyone else comes out to like, you know, um, an instrumental from the movie 300 and they're all trying to be mad tough fucks and all that shit. <laughs> and you've, you've come out and you're just having a good time, you vibe with the crowd and then you put old mate away in 90 seconds, you're on top of the cage, you're doing a shoey, you know, so dri- drinking the Nelk boys, um, their, their seltzer, having the time of your life, and everyone else is sitting there back in the locker room just going, everyone loves this prick, Fucking and nice. I'm trying to be, everyone else is trying to be the big tough guy, and you're just like, fuck it, let's, you're being yourself. And that's something we haven't seen in the UFC for some time. Fuck them up, and then I'd fuck their bitch, so it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it like, like we we're, we're talking about the NRL and I, I've spoken about it a lot to a lot of NRL players like they just need someone who will who will be themselves and I know you had <clears throat> you were playing the high, high grades there with the roosters there for a while we've actually yeah. got a photo here of you scoring a try and we'll show it up to the laptop yeah I've got a question for you mate because we actually my, my claim to fame with you is I, uh, I played a game of SG ball against you fucking 10 years ago I was playing for the Knights at the time and you were playing for the Chooks, and uh, you're on our tip sheet. And the, the coach said, "Just watch him because he'll he'll try and go into dummy half, close the line, and barge over." And I've ended up at marker. Now I got a question for you because I reckon I held you up, and you were given the try. <laughs> I'll show you this photo, and I want to know if you've lost as much sleep over it as I have over the last ten years. I'll get, I'll give you a look at this, bros. That, that's me in the five, and that's you scoring. Fucking how good's that? Now, I reckon yeah, I held yeah, you up, yeah, but yeah. I don't know if you remember that or not, mate, but I fucking... And you claimed it, too. I'm not happy. Uh, 10 metres out, you weren't stopping me. He was Still fucking less than 10, mate. It was around. fucking very close. So that was, that was what, you were... That's 11 years ago, I think. 10, 10 years ago, maybe? Yeah, Jesus 10 or 11 years. Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, funny, eh? Ages ago. Yeah, yeah. So, so but even got... that, like, uh, even... Sorry, go. On. Like footy, like you're saying. That's why I gave it up. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't do all that. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yes, man. No, man. Yes, boss. This fucking like. If I'm out there to play footy, if I'm scoring three tries a game, let me do my thing. Just. But I, I suppose that's how footy is. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's a real I just could shame. see that. I could see that. For, pardon. It's a real shame because there are so many characters. And if you get blokes out there that are running into each other at 25, 30 k's an hour, headbutting each other, punching on, you're going to get people who have a bit of a personality and they want to talk some shit. Like I, I said this to, I was on Kale and Ponga's podcast and I said it to him. I said, imagine if you said, I'm going to take someone's head off on the weekend. You're immediately, your contract would be worth more. Yeah. People want to watch you play, yeah. but they're all too scared. Yeah. They're all fear, they're, they're fearful of it. You can't even have a fucking beer with your mate without getting in trouble. Yeah, or strippers back to your room or anything like Jai Arrow just done, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I can't enjoy a stripper. Yeah, mate, that just does my head in. Remember when old mate got done for drinking cruises on the roof? Like, who Josh gi- Dugan. Who gives Josh a Dugan fuck? Josh Dugan and Blake Ferguson. Who gives a fuck? Everyone else is doing it. Yeah. Dudes. Dudes. I yeah. remember could you, that. Could you imagine if, 
someone scored a try and sculled a beer. Out of their boot. Out of their boot. They did a shoey. It would be the biggest story of the week. Danny Widler would come in his pants. It'd be freaking <laughs> the fuck out. Everyone would fucking hate it. And yet you've got Bam Bam here, who is on top of the UFC right now. Everyone's talking about him and doing the same thing, and people fucking love it. That's why. Yeah. And that's why that's why the NRL will lose. Yeah. That's why they'll lose at the end of the day because they don't have that, yeah. and it's fucking shit house. And it's 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 very sad to see because I know a lot of these boys, and I know like some of them are actually like they do have a character and they do have a personality. But then when you see them, it's just like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Like you look like a loser. Like you just they say the same shit. They all look the same. They all fucking talk the same. It's fucking fuck that. I never. Yeah. That's why I quit. That's why I didn't yeah. want to do it. What's uh? I'm I'm sort of interested to hear, mate. Obviously, you've been in both sides. You played a good level of footy, and obviously, you're you're at the highest level of fighting. For your body, what what do you reckon was harder, like fighting or playing footy, especially as a front rower, like back in your day? Total, total different, total different thing. You know, mm-hmm. like footy is something you do. You know, like we've done it our whole lives. It's just like you know, going into fighting. I've had heaps of fights. I grew up fighting, but then you had to learn fucking wrestling. Then you got these guys trying to break your arm. This guy's fucking trying to tap you out. Like, there's just so much more to it. You have to, and then the higher you get, the more you have to learn, the better you have to become. It's just, and I think that's what I kind of love about um, MMA. It's just you never stop learning. There's always something to, like, there's someone better than you at something all the time, you know what I mean? We're in footy, fucking 10 metres out. You weren't stopping me. and just wasn't. I found out. It's just, that's the maths, you know. Yeah, yeah. In 10 metres out, I'm fucking scoring. So. I, reckon I, still, in, I still reckon I held you up. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? You're yeah, on your back. <laughs> <laughs> you got rolled. You got rolled. <laughs> what's, what's the recovery like for as for a, pot, for a fight? in comparison to like, you know, you play Saturday, you play next Saturday, you've got to be a training on Monday. Is is it much different? Uh, come down's like- probably, down probably the worst bit. Yeah. 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 I bet. How was the drinking. session after the last fight? Was good. You had a good drink? Good party? Okay, mate. Bit of a hit out. Fucking oath. Because <laughs> <laughs> when, when we were teeing this up with the UFC, we go, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 they go, listen, Ty's in Dubai. If you've seen his Instagram stories, I said, yeah, no, I saw his Instagram stories. They said, we reckon we can probably get him. <laughs> but, <laughs> Maybe. This, but this bender could go on for a while. And fucking rightfully so. So it should. So fucking it should. rightfully so. Yeah, if you have one fight every six months, four months, you've got to let your hair down. There's too much work goes into it not to, I'd say. Yeah, fucking fucking... I've been I've been really busy this year, so I said it after this fight. I was like, fuck, I'm having a, I'm having a good couple of weeks off. You just need it. It's just how, this is how it's meant to be. You work hard, you play hard, and then uh, I've booked the fighting for October, so not too long off, just straight back into it, you know, and then have the rest of the year off after that. But Fucking if home. you have a bender for two weeks, you're not losing much fitness out of that. Nah. No way. <laughs> and and we know that you can go... Get through- me weight off. So I, that's the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's easy, a few, mate. Easy. There's a few. There's a few less calories over two weeks of bendering. Just a few. Fucking just a right. few. <laughs> Fucking right. Do it before a while. Oh, a lot heavy now. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you considered have you considered dropping? Well, you'd have to drop fucking twenty kilos down no to light heavyweight. Why would you? No way in the world. No, no. way in the world. 
I'm a big boy. I'm a fatty. I love it. That's, we're fat boys, <laughs> so we roll. Fucking no. Fuck, why not? Like, you, you, you're living your best life. You're having a beer. You're fighting and, you, and you're succeeding. Like, whatever you are doing is working. And I, I think a lot of people who look at a lot of different fighters, like, you look at, you know, some people like, take Eddie Alvarez, a supreme fucking athlete, ripped to the bone, but sometimes it doesn't work. Mm. Sometimes for whoever you happen to be, or even Conor McGregor back in the day when he was fighting at 145. Yeah, he looked just cruel. cutting. And this weight cut that just makes people, and is bad for you. It's yeah. got to cut years off your life. I don't think bendering adds years to your life, but <laughs> certainly weight cutting is not, not great for you. I mean, why not live the best life you can whilst you're having fun and knocking people out? Why fucking not? Well, I, I also got to. I got a good insight on on Mark Hunt, you know, and he's my he's my mentor. He's been my he's been my big brother throughout this whole thing. And I was with him for however many fights he had, and, and just to watch how he like he would fight, he would train, and then he, we would rest. And bro, he fought till he was fucking forty five years old. Like he's still. Do you know what I mean? There's, I think, I think I watch people just train and train and train and train, and then your career is only fucking five years long. Mm. It's you got to have a rest, I think. You know what I mean? And let you let the let the beer flow, let the fucking you know, let the blood flow a little bit, and have a rest, <laughs> and then get back into it. Well, yeah. not, not not to go back to to footy again. I'm not a again. scientist or anything, but fucking there's, hell, there's it works. something in it, mate. There's, there's something in it for sure. Hundred percent, there's something in yeah. it, and, and and not to go back to footy again, but this is another thing that they've lost there. That professional oh, sport, Mad Monday, Mad Mondays. You're not getting on the piss anymore. Like that was one of the reasons why I was playing. Was Don't so you can talk about that. Yeah, it makes me sick. I still play. Everyone, I still... everyone becomes a rat after Mad Monday anyway in the NRL, don't they? Sounds like it. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. The game, the game's changed a lot, hasn't it? But yeah, it's fucking. Yeah, like you say, it's just blokes not being able to show their personality and be who they are, and it's it's all part of it, isn't it? Unfortunately, part mate, of the modern game, mate. My my old man from Mount Druitt. Played with Penrith, played with Newcastle, and he, you know, he tells these stories about you know players getting arrested every weekend, and then the coppers would drop them at home and all that shit. Like the good old days of the nineties. I mean, obviously it can never exist again, but it would be just great to go back for one weekend and just like just be out partying with Joey, all those type of people, and all that type of shit. Particularly in Newcastle here, they just fucking love it. At, at the end of the day, they're just fucking men. They're not. They're not superheroes. They're not fucking superhumans. They just throw a football around the field and they barge into each other. They're not fucking like scientists or anything, no, you know. Yeah. Like they're just. They're just normal blokes. They just have a good job. But yeah. I suppose that's what I. You know, there's big companies and fucking all this bullshit. It's all I don't know. Yeah. It's. It is what it is. Though. It is. And, you know, they're terrified of being sued and all this type of shit because of concussions. And does that, is that something you've ever thought about with the, with the head knocks and that type of stuff, or it doesn't? Look, I think, I think if you fucking, if you, if you, if you get on a boat, there's a chance it might fucking sink. If you fucking, if you go for a swim, there's a chance you might drown. I think there's a chance in anything, you know what I mean? But you don't, you don't, you don't go in thinking, fuck. I don't want to get hit in the head because I, I might get. Do you know what I mean? Like, if that's how you're thinking, I don't think it's the right way to approach. Or just don't do it at all. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's a risk to reward reward ratio, isn't it? You know, you're getting paid good cash. You're going to set up your family, all that type of stuff. 
and you're doing something you love. Well, I think I think if you look at it like towards the the NFL and then rugby league, I don't think we have anywhere near. No. Like we don't even have gear on. Like you you just fucking it's just straight. But what about MMA fighters? You're in there wrestling every day, you're getting barged onto the floor, you're getting punched in the head, you're getting like it's the. I don't know, man. It's too. I'm not into all that politics shit. That's no, all. No, no, no. <laughs> Fair enough. If you're, scared, it, if you're scared, go to church. You know what I mean. <laughs> the great Ice Cube once said, uh, "If you're scared, <laughs> motherfucker, go but, to church." Hey, but for the for the right money, you know, you you'll do pretty much anything as a as a man or as a bloke. You'll do anything for the right. I can know if you would. <laughs> like, man, like people people said to me, "Would you?" Once they said to me, "Would you fight like a heavyweight in the UFC?" And I was like, "Well." For the right amount of money, I used to get knocked out playing for Dudley for free. Yeah. So fucking give me a million bucks and yeah, sure, take me head off. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, fuck. Like just for one, once. I can't fight, eh? I, no, I, I can't fight. I can't no. fight. I can't fight. Um, but um, how did you get into into fighting? You said you were doing it for a long time. Was there was there a point where you you got into boxing or was it straight into mixed martial arts? What where was the point? So my old man was a my old man was a boxer. My old man was a He's a pretty good boxer, and we've always like in in my family we, we've got a we've got a few fighters. So <laughs> we always, you know, we grew up fighting each other, me and my cousins, and then it just we just fought all the time where we're from. You know what I mean? So it was just, and then uh, it come down to we're in the garage, and a few of the boys would get hit with um with some big sentences, and um, the UFC come on the TV, and and a few of the boys were like, "Fuck, Ty, I reckon you bang some of these cunts." And I watched it and I was like, fuck, I reckon I could bang some of these cunts too. <laughs> I went down to the gym. It was funny. My dad um, got invited down to the gym and it was um, to watch Soul the Hulk and Peter Graham train. And this was before I didn't know anything. And then uh, and eventually I ended up fighting Peter Graham. As, uh, you know, and then, um, but yeah, I just went down to the gym and I watched him and I was like, fuck, I, I can do this. Like, <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? And then within three months, I had my first fight and then it was just kind of football, fighting, getting in trouble, football, <laughs> fighting, getting in yeah. trouble. And then I quit fighting. I quit football. And then it was just a lot of getting in trouble. <laughs> and then it was um, my partner, my ex-partner, she, she told me she was pregnant with, uh, with our son. And then within the nine months, I always said, you know, I don't want to be a – I don't want to be a shit cunt dad, you know what I mean? I've seen too many of them. (laughs) So I always said I didn't want to. And then within the nine months, I signed to the UFC of him being born. Fucking awesome. It's a great story, mate. I'm kind of that guy. If I I put my head to it and I say I'm going to do something, I will do it. You you can't be successful without that mindset. You just have to be hard-nosed about it and just get it done. Like, as you're saying, as a dad... You just need to be like, nah, fuck, this is what we're doing and we're going to do it and we'll find a way to get through and then through time, hard so, work and sick, and a bit of luck, you get to the point where you can look back and go, okay, it's working. And then now I'm at a point where I'm kind of, I'm really falling in love with what I'm doing. Like I'm really loving, I never used to love MMA. I love fighting. I love the, I love the, the, the battle bit, you know what I mean? Like it's this cunt's trying to kill me and I've got to try and kill him. I love that, that that side of fighting. But now I'm actually like, I'm loving the training. I'm loving learning new things. I'm loving, you know, learning a lock and trying to do it. Where, you know, I might be shit at it, but I'm fucking trying these days. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm trying to do shit. So 
I feel like I said, I'm, 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 I think the best of me is only is yet to come. <laughs> That's for sure. Which exciting. Is, which is exciting because you sit, you sit back, and this is something um, I thought about the other day: is when when you fight. You get all these people talking about it, and they talk about it more than the AFL or the NRL or any of the big sports in Australia. They get talk about one dude, and that's you. And to see you now rising up the rankings and up the ladder and all this type of shit is exciting as an Australian to watch someone from our country go out there and do such a great job on the world stage. Obviously, we've got Robert Whittaker, we've got Alexander Volkanovsky as well. There's other dudes doing it. But to see someone as well, another dude, and particularly someone from um, from where my family's from, you know, my family's from Colleton and Penrith and all that type of shit, to see a young bloke from there do good, like, it's great. That's it. That's it. I'm from, I'm from Newcastle, so I'm just, I'm not a... <laughs> I'm a big pussy, so don't worry about that. Um, but uh, but who who do you think is coming up next? Who do you want to who do you want to fight in in the top ten? Uh, I booked the fight, so uh, my next fight is in the top ten. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. That's all right. I don't I don't know if you are. You're fighting someone. He's that's fighting. How good? How good? And that's my that's you know that's me creeping back up and then. Fucking same thing goes, you know what I mean? Go in there, try and get this work done, get that paper, get on another bender, and then fucking yeah. get back to my son. <laughs> I fucking love you, cunt. You're so good. You're so good, bro. This is the big question that everyone asks. They want to know when did you start doing the shoey and why did you start doing the shoey? We used to bend every week, every every day, and shoeys were a normal thing. It's just, a, as Aussies used to know, it's not... It's not. It's not me. It's not. It's not a me thing. It's not an I thing. It's, my boys did it way more. They did. They used to do some just. Ill. People think I'm ill, but I'm not ill. Like I'm like, I'm like a B grade illness. These guys are like, <laughs> okay, you know what I mean? Like, so that's that's like it's for me. The shoe is just like, and it was just a thing. Like fuck, like. We want to get pissed, so let's try and get pissed straight away. I thought, fuck it, let's go do a shoey off the bat. And then yeah. it kind of stuck. So one of my mates uh, who's a comedian uh, called Frenchie here in Australia, he he does the shoey on stage as well. He's been doing it for a couple of years. He's actually got a song uh, called Shoey. Uh, if you get a chance, look it up on YouTube. I know who it is. That little skinny fellow, eh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> who draws the abs yeah, yeah. on. Frenchie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a great dude. You'd fucking love him. Um, he's got a song called uh, Shuey, and he said, listen, if you want to have that as your walkout song, that you are absolutely <laughs> free to use it. So I, I, he said to me, he said, you, you're talking to Ty, you have to tell him that. I said, all right. So he owes me a favour. So good on your French. That one's for you, big guy. I reckon we've got to meet up and do the film clip again, me and fuck, him. Fuck, okay, he just jizzed in his pants. So 100%, <laughs> I'll make that happen. Fucking oath. Um, but one of the things, so he used to do it on stage every night. And when we do the Melbourne Comedy Festival, that's like 30 nights, 30 shows. I roomed with him and every single night he's got, well, every single morning he has his shoes over the balcony drying out for the next <laughs> night. It's fucking bad. And rather than going and buying some new Kmart shoes or whatever, some kicks from wherever, nice and cheap, he'll just go through for 30 fucking nights and it just gets moldy and gross. Dirty Fucked up. <laughs> Have there been any shoes that you've had that you just said, mate, that is fucked? Oh, bro, we've we've been up at Kingswood Pub and had fucking just some yeah, 
some holy shoes through there, brother. Don't worry. What, how do you? Because this is something that I I, I think about. Because I'm you know I'm 110 kilos roundabout. If I was fighting, I would be fighting people like you or. Terrif- what terrifies me is people like Brock Lesnar and Francis Ngannou, the big scary dudes. Now, you're fighting Greg Hardy, who was a big scary dude. Do any of the big scary dudes scare you at all? Well, there's no, there's no fear. You're just doing your job. I think if you get scared in this uh, in this sport, you're not in the right, you're not in the right sport. It's like uh, fucking those cunts who clean the windows high up in the buildings. If you're scared of heights, you wouldn't go and do that. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, very true. I just think it's the same thing as fighting, you know. If you go to church, like we said earlier. <laughs> yeah, fucking nice. Well, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate that. Looking forward to seeing your fight in uh, in October. And uh, by then, we'll have the new podcast studio built. So if you ever want to come down from Western Sydney, what are we, an hour and a half away? You're very, very welcome. We'll put the beers on and it'll be a fucking good time. I've got a lot of I've got a few friends up there in Newcastle. Mark's staying up there at the moment, so I'll definitely come up. We'll be keen as love that, mate. I'd, fuck, I'd fucking love that. That'd be great. We'll get on the beers once we can finally get out and get yeah. amongst it. It might be it might be a podcast into into something. Into yeah, something oh, else, a nice Friday, afternoon. Nice Friday afternoon fucking podcast. Podcast from Friday Arvo straight through yeah. to Sunday. That'll be, that, that sounds not bad. Two day podcast. <laughs> the no. lo- the world record fucking podcast. No. <laughs> Bam Bam, thanks for your time, big fella. I appreciate it. All the very best. Enjoy Dubai. We'll see you later on, brother. Thank you. Legend, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks, brother. See you later. What a fucking legend. What a fucking legend. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Bluey, how was that? Mate, that was uh, everything I thought it was going to be and more. What a fucking legend. And like you were saying, mate, makes you fucking proud when you see someone who's just being themselves. He's a bit of a rat bag. He's fucking knocking people out. He's and from our state. It, it makes you proud. It makes the, you proud. And, and what a fucking good dude. love it. That's why. Because he's genuine. Because he's himself. He's him. Um, he's feeding people. He's doing shoeies. He's fucking someone you can get behind, mate. What a fucking dude. Fuck yeah. How's Ladies and gentlemen, fucking awesome. Make sure you subscribe and we'll see you next time. Be a good motherfucker. And, and, and fucking and Buttsman Premium for another podcast that we're going to record right bloody now. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, toodaloo au Be a good motherfucker. Peace and Middle East. Me dick stinks. Have you got anything? Weird catchphrases? We'll see, see you next week. Toodaloo au revoir. <laughs> Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.